The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hey everyone, welcome back to Ask the Landlord with your favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City renter. Together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. How are you doing today, Albert? I'm good, Melissa. How are you? Great. I'm so good. And I have a question today that affects anyone looking to rent in New York City. So here's my question. Please tell us, when is the best time to look for a rental apartment in New York City? Hmm. Oh, that's a great question. And I'm going to turn it back to you. What do you think is the busiest time of year for people looking for apartments? I'm going to go with August and September or July. August and September, September. are true. So they're usually around some, some life events or right. seasons, right? So usually people in New York City, right? Or want to be in New York City for the summer. So it gets kind of busy around the springtime in preparation for June, July, and August, right? That's one season. Another season that is very busy, obviously, is people want to be in set for the September school starting in New York City. Right. So that means that July, August are really busy months with respect to renting in the city, right? So those are the, so we just went through it, I guess. So I guess, uh, and then the, the months before that, I guess like March or April through September are the are the months that people, that there's the most um, people moving, right? So, that's when demand is the highest. Okay? Um, so when you're competing for a limited number of apartments, you want to put yourself in a situation where there's less demand so that you could get a better deal. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No one wants them. No one likes to move in the winter, but who cares? I mean, if it, if the if you're looking for an apartment, you could probably get a better deal when landlords are more desperate and have less people after their apartments, right? I mean, we just I mean the pandemic, uh, notwithstanding, because that caused a different situation, um, but all things being equal in a normal circumstances um, or typical years, um, people want to move around the times we suggested. I would say either before the summer, which is the spring, or before September, which is the summer. Okay? And if I was a renter trying to get a good deal, I would try to make a deal in the six months that aren't those times, which would mean you know, October to February would be the best deal. 
and really, you know, I'm going to say this, you know, obvious question or obvious statement. Not a people like to move around the end of the year around Christmas time. Like people don't want to be moving in holidays time. Right. Right. But so, it happens. But it, it happens, but it's a, it happens to be a good time to rent uh, because there's not a lot of people moving at that time. So, you know, landlords are more inclined to accept less or give you more of a deal at that time. Now, mm-hmm. do you, does that, do you have any questions about that? Cause I'm going to build on that now. I mean, my only question is it's probably another whole episode, but can you negotiate a rental in the winter? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that was my next question. That was my next, <laughs> where I was going with that. So this is one of those, we had a, like a, I think we had an earlier podcast on, um, negotiating rent or things like that. So this is one of those instances where you can go back to your landlord um, when you're on renewal. And this is why a landlord would do like a 15-month lease or an 18-month lease or something. So it's in the landlord's interest to have the lease come due at the good parts of the year right? Because of what we just said, right? So that they could easily rent it out again. Right. Okay. As opposed to your lease coming due in the in the down months of the year. So now you, given that information, you could use that strategically to your benefit. Can you have, think of some ideas there? I mean, are they going to give me a month rent free? Like what, what am I they gonna might. get out of that? They might. Let's say, let's say, let's walk you through that, right? I uh and I and I encourage you as I had before to uh not make a request, right? Just a request, uh, but to mm-hmm. make an offer. And um what I was right. giving you was the idea of what your landlord cares about and what's better for them so that you could get what's good for you. So mm-hmm. you might go to your landlord. Let's say your rent is expiring in December. And you say to your landlord, hey, first of all, it may be fine for you. And you might say your landlord wants to increase your rent. And you say, listen, why don't we keep it the same, right? But I'll instead of signing a 12-month lease, I'll sign a 15-month lease so that my lease expires in March. So this way you got basically your rent to stay the same and the landlord got a better time of year for it to come up. That is really valuable. <laughs> that is valuable, right? That is really valuable for the renter's leverage. That would be good. Or another yeah. thing is to say to the renter, the renter can say, I my lease comes up in December. It's a great time to negotiate. That's you know, right, you go especially back to if landlord, they're raising. You, you go back to the landlord and you say, uh, I'll pay more rent if you do this, this, and this for me, or I'll keep my rent the same if you do this, this, and this for me. You know, um, those are fine conversations to have, and you're much better having them in the weaker time of the year. Now, one thing to think about from a from a, I'm going to say there's two parts to this, and I, I've given this advice many times. So there's the renters perspective right and the cost of moving and all that and then there's the landlord's perspective right 
So it's important to understand when you're thinking about negotiating your lease at the at the lease up time is that let's say you move out of your apartment in December, right? So the landlord has to fix it, clean it, you know, and then has to like re-rent it in the worst time of year. So that's going to cost them how much time? Downtime. I mean, you know, today's our downtime is very low, but still that's going to, you know, let's figure and then getting a new tenant, you know, that's like, so it's going to, it could be anywhere from two weeks to a month. Let's say it's a month between fixing you moving out, fixing the apartment, getting someone new to move in a month. So that's one month of rent that it's going to cost the landlord to release your apartment, all things being equal. So when you're making a deal with your landlord, you could say, look, I realize that to release the apartment, you're going to have to, uh, it's going to cost you money. Like you're going to have to uh, lose a month in between and fix it and all that, right? One of the things that you could also, but the landlord might say, well, I'm going to get more rent from that new person. And you say, wait a second, let's do the math on that. You know, let's say you're paying 2000 a month and, you know, the landlord says, well, I can get 2200 from the next guy. Well, it's almost the same as losing a month uh, if if they don't have to lose a month. So it's not a big difference. So really, but but of course, there is a number that makes sense for the landlord to release to somebody else. But then you could come in with the, oh, what's the best time of year? Maybe you do pay something, so you understand. And then from the tenant's perspective, you know, you have to you have the cost of moving, which is not cheap, right? You have to go and pay a security deposit. You have to pay the first month's rent. You have to pay the rent where you are, you know, and it doesn't always line up perfectly. Like you have to move out of one day, you have to move into the next day, you have to advance money. Uh, you know, you have so those are expenses too that a, a, a you as a renter have to incur to move. So, you know, people while you want your rent to stay the same or you know, go up a little bit, it's still going to cost you money to move. And people right. don't realize that, right? Um, and then, you know, when you're when you're confronted with such things, you're like, do I have a good relationship with my landlord? Is it is there, am I happy with where I'm living? Those questions, uh, you know, I certainly make a difference for uh, whether you're going to renew um, and, you know, what the best time of year to look for an apartment is. Um, you know, um, th- look, the other, there's another part of that. Also the question that you were asking about when's the best time of year. Usually landlords do try to have their apartments come available in the high times of year when their renters are looking. So, so on the one hand where there tends to be more people looking and more demand in the competitive high seasons, there's also more supply usually. So one negative of shopping in the winter for an apartment is that you may not see supply that you would in the spring. But I find it's still better to be looking in the in the winter because you'll have less competition. So right. And also moving expenses, like they'll be more readily available in the winter if it's not as competitive. So that's another positive. Correct. Correct. Right. So those are 
So does that is that helpful? Yeah. And just another question off of that though. So let's say I, I know this, I want to try to, you know, start looking in let's say January, December, January. I see an apartment I love. I have to act right away. Like I need to go see that. How long will it sit on the market? When and when? In what time? Like let's say I see an apartment that I like January eleventh, right? How fast does one need to act as a renter in New York City? Well, it depends. Obviously, the time of year that goes into, you know, it goes into, uh, mm-hmm. can take that in consideration. The price they're asking, location, those things are all make, right. make a big difference as to, you know, and where they're advertising it, if they're advertising it, things like that. Um, right. Recent times in New York City here, it's been a crazy, crazy market where there's no, there's a lot of demand and not enough supply. So, you know, you've very often renters found themselves with, you know, competitive, um, uh, competitive situations on listings where, you know, the, the thing went up for a day and the guy went to see it and there were three people bidding and they were all at full price and people had to go more than that. And, you know, so this for goes rentals. back to, I think what we said in earlier podcasts is, you know, if you like something, be prepared to move quickly on it uh, right. to, you know, and you could still, that doesn't mean you can't get a good deal. It just means that, you know, you want to be, you want to be decisive. Um, and, you know, if you don't, that's fine. That's part of a strategy too. And you, you'll say, look, I have one of many options. Like we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago, you know, you want to create an auction where you're looking at a lot of options and, uh, the more options you see, the more, um, the more, the better you'll be at buying something, and the more you know, the more chances and choices, the more choices you could take. Wow! All right, let's let's do another little question here. Do you foresee this market staying on trend, how it is right now, as as competitive as it is for renters? Yeah, unf- I think. You know, there's a lot of economic and and, and political um, factors that uh, go into it, um, where there's not enough supply and there's uh, a lot of demand and there's a lot of people. There's the employment is very high, so people have jobs and money to pay for apartments. So, you know, I think if that well, we, if that changes, you know, you'll have uh, less demand uh, possibly, uh, which you know is to be expected, or prices might come down. Um, as maybe costs come down and, and, uh, if the, if, if that does happen, if like a recession or something, um, what happens in New York, uh, most often is a, a long time is that there's really limited supply of housing. And because of that overall, which we discussed in the prior episodes, that's really the driving factor behind, um, the pricing mostly, uh, and that every, a lot of people want to live here. Um, so as long as those things still persist, I think that, uh, uh it's going to be a, continue to be a very competitive place to, uh, you know, or expensive place to live, uh, unfortunately. It is the greatest city in the world. So yep. that is yep. for a reason. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Absolutely. New York state of mind. Um, all right. So that's really great advice. Thank you so much. So the best time to look would be let's say those winter months 
but sometimes you can't control it and you got to look whenever you're either, you know, getting kicked out of your apartment or you want to change a scene, you get a new job. There's just always so many factors that go into play. But I think you gave us some valuable insight, some good um, renter leverage. So thank you so much. You're welcome. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening. Thank you.